All right, welcome to another episode of The Daily Doug. I am your host, Daily Doug, coming to you once again. And we are at The Travelers. And this is going to be a great tournament. Anybody can win this tournament. And when I'm talking about anybody, I mean, this has such a wide range of winners over the years that, like, Dustin Johnson to... I don't know, Kevin Streelman always plays good here. You have, you know, last year's winners. You have Scotty, or not Scotty Scheffler, sorry. Um, you have uh, Xander Shoffley. He's a guy that always plays good here. So anybody can win this. It's just kind of crazy how it all goes. Like uh, Sahith last year, he was, you know, 18 under, tied for second. So that's another guy that I like this week as well. And... Let's just get it right into it. Let's get into the course. And this is a short course. It's only playing at 6,800 yards, par 70. And you're looking at, like, only two par fives, and one of them is only, like, 523 yards. A lot of eagles, a lot of birdies on that hole. Um, The other one also is reachable. And then you have eight par fours that are between 450 and under. You have four par fours that are drivable. Um, I think it's, what hole is that? The 15th hole plays like under 300 yards. And that is like, that's going to be, you know, it adds to the finish, adds to the fun of this thing. So I'm excited to get this thing going. So let's just get into it here. And let's just start out with that 10K range. You have Scotty Scheffler up there. Again, he's 11.3K. This dude is magnificent. Another top five finish at the U.S. Open. Damn near won the thing and played awful on the first, or yeah, Thursday. So much so that he was out there testing new driver heads. Um, He was out there testing new putters. This guy just can't putt. It was another week of lost strokes with the putter. So that is amazing. Like I always say, every week it seems that guy if he just putts to a zero he can win and that just still holds true now for this course strokes gained approach strokes gained putting are your two main things if you can gain strokes you know on approach 150 yards and in that's a big distance this week um definitely you want to gain them in that area so let's uh, here like i said into the 10k range Hold on here. I gotta do something here. I'm breathing hard because I'm on a walk doing this because it's the only time I can get some fucking decent quiet, you know? So, let's just go here. Holy Christ. Alright, so, Rory, another dude, 10.9k. This dude is in... You know, he's been playing absolutely great. He is, um, it seems like Rory, let's see here, how to say it? It's like the dude, like, gave up on the whole live thing. Like, he just said, fuck it, I'm not doing anything with it anymore. And he, that's all he did. He just, like, said, fuck it. I'm done dealing with this shit. Refocused on his game, and he's been, like, top ten machines since, so... That is Rory. I mean, he's just, he's a top 10 machine now that he's gotten rid of Liv, so that's cool. 
Um, you can get a discount on John Rahm. He's only 10.8K. He's a guy that I like. And Xander Shoffley is another one, 10.4K. I like Xander. Xander had probably one of the worst Fridays ever. I mean, the dude lost with the driver. He rarely loses with his driver. And he was just awful um, on Friday. And then he choked it a little bit on uh, Sunday a little bit. But he is always right there in the mix. And I do like Xander Shoffley again this week. He has good course history. He's won this thing. He's always right there. And but I guess in the 10k range at the bottom of it is the guy I like the most. Like obviously Scotty Scheffler, he's just so valuable. You're going to take him. Uh, but Patrick Cantley is another guy that he's been playing absolutely great. He hold on here 14th at the U.S. Open, 30th at the Memorial, 9th at the PGA Championship, Wells Fargo 21st. But his game, his ball striking is gotten so much better it's way more consistent right now and that's what you need here and then you drop down into the 9k range and at the top of the 9k range you have victor hovland 9.9k now this is a ball strikers paradise like victor hovland man this guy like he's one of the best ball strikers on the tour and then so why wouldn't you want to go with him but my favorite guy in the 9k range and the guy that i picked to win this whole thing is colin morikawa so yes, Colin Morikawa, I hate it. I hate the fact that I'm picking him. But when you look at his stats, he's gained on approach on his last four tournaments. He's coming off of a good U.S. Open where, you know, back he backdoored a top 15. He played like shit at the Memorial, missed the cut. At the Charles Schwab, Top 30, top 30th PGA, but he's gaining strokes with approach now. He's found his rhythm a little bit. Uh, The weather seems to be in his favor. So 9.5K is a great deal for him. And I just think like he's way underpriced uh, for this tournament with how he's been playing as of late. Now, his price is probably where it needs to be, but... I like it there. I think there's a very big value. So 10.2K for Cantley, 9.5K for Morikawa. I mean, I'm going to pass on Wyndham Clark this week because, well, he's probably still drunk. Ricky Fowler, he's going to be very chalky, way high owned. Here's another dude that I'm looking at. It's Fitzpatrick, nine straight up 9K. Now, if you look at him, he had that neck injury back way back when. Uh, and he sucked at the PGA Championship. But since the PGA Championship, he has a 9th, a 20th, and a 17th. Last week at the U.S. Open, Pat, or Matthew Fitzpatrick is a guy at 9K that is also a bargain. That's a great start to a team. Cantley, Morikawa, Fitzpatrick. I mean, if you wanted to go with Homa for the simple fact we're back on Poana Greens, and Max Homa is a Poana Green putter. He's been grinding, though. He hasn't been striking the ball well at all. His putting's been terrible. Uh, so... I'm going to pass on Homa, even though that this fits him. This is like a Max Homa course. And then the AK range is just weird, though. Like, Justin Thomas, this dude is just 81. He's playing terrible, admitting he's playing terrible. And then you have Sanjay M. I mean, what the fuck happened to this dude? This dude was like a top 20 machine. And all of a sudden, he gets to the PGA Championship, miscut. Charles Schwab, 73. Memorial 41, missed cut at the U.S. Open. This dude's missed three of his last four cuts. And 
what I don't know what happened. There's no way I'm paying 8.7k for him. Now, is this a course that he can probably go and shoot well at? I'm guessing so, but his ball striking and his approach numbers are what he's losing strokes on. So why would I pick him when you need to be the best at that? Um, the guy in the 8K range I think is just so undervalued. Again, is Hideki Matsuyama. He did play. Uh, he had a bad you know, final day at the U.S. Open, but he was right there in the mix. He was three under at one point, and then he shit the bed on Sunday. But he still came up with a you know a top 30 finish uh he was 16th at the memorial this dude he's just underpriced 8.6k that's all i can really say he's underpriced and i just like i like hideki he's one of my favorite golfers i like his you know demeanor uh good pick for that 8.6k rounding out the 8k range i like sahith like once again like if you take people like our fantasy point machines it's sahi this dude makes a shit ton of birdies and if you like what i'm saying here is he's averaging 74.4 fantasy points um in the this is on DraftKings stats um 74.4 and if you're going up the line jason day's at 68 cam young's at 68 hideki's at 68 sanjay's at 71 Justin Thomas is at 66. Max Homa is your next guy that is above him at 79 points, and he's 8.9K. So if you're looking at that, and even guys like Wyndham Clark, 69. Tommy Fleetwood, 70. Colin Morikawa, 69. Sahith for 8.3K. This dude makes a fuck ton of birdies, and this is a guy that you can really throw in there, and he's got good course history. And this is kind of like a horses for courses place. Um, Course history does matter, I believe, at this course. It doesn't fit um, some eyes of guys, but this course history, I, I believe, really matters here. Um, Tom Kim, 8.1K, another good bargain for Tom. So this lower 8K range is not bad. Siwoo is going to be very chalky this week after another U.S. Open where he, you know, put it together a little bit for a top 40 finish. Memorial, he was fourth. Siwoo is another guy that can play. And this, he's one of those, you know, bucket guys from 115 in that can, that's his strong point of his game. So Siwoo Kim, flat 8K, seems like a hell of a bargain. Um, The pricing is just kind of crazy. You get down to the 7K range, and then I start running a little bit weak. Like Russ Henley's good. Keegan Bradley, another dude that just plays well here. He's He's been playing well this year, but as of late, not really. He hasn't been. Um... Missed the cut at the U.S. Open, the Memorial 30th. I guess, you know, he's throwing in a bunch of, like, 30th, but he's not where he needs to be. This place coming back here where he can kind of, you know, tweak out and hit his, you know, close approach shots. Maybe this is a spot for him. Uh, I just don't know. I'm I'm not going with Keegan Bradley. I would rather go with Russell Henley um, over Keegan. Connors at 7.7K is also a good bet this week as well. Um, going down the 7k range, just looking at, you have Rye, Aaron Rye, he's okay. Um, he had a 60, he played good at the Canadian Open, then he missed the cut at the Memorial, then he had a top 15 at the Charles Schwab. Um, he's a pretty decent bargain down there, but Eric Cole and very chalky Austin Eckerow is 7.3k. 
this dude's starting to find it. Austin Eckroat is really starting to find it. Fired a 65 in the final round um, at the U.S. Open. And if he just, you know, didn't suck on Saturday, he, you know, he was top 10. Top 10 there. Uh, top 30 at the Memorial. Memorial. Charles Schwab, he was 16th. Second at the Byron Nelson. Uh, yeah, Austin Eckroat is on a tear. He's going to be very chalky, but 7.3K, who really cares how chalky he is? Um, it's a good bet for a guy down in that range. Uh, the other guys, some like some guys that you might want to go to um, down this, like Brendan Todd. This is a dude that you don't have to be long. I said it a couple weeks back that he's one of those guys that just such a good short, you know, approach player. And this is a place where you can just like insert him. All right, 6,800 yards isn't going to scare him, and he'll be right there. Other guys down in the 7K range, flat 7K, I'm looking at Sam Bennett once again. Uh, He had it really going on until the third round of the U.S. Open where he shot 79. He finished in 43rd position with a 79. All right. Followed it up with the 71 on Sunday, but his first two rounds, 67, 68, had him five under and right in position to win this thing. And I think the moment was just too big. It wasn't his time yet. All right. But he's showing up. He's showing up in elevated events. Um, the Canadian Open, he took 20th, the Masters 16th. Sam Bennett, like I said last week, starting to take him seriously. But, I mean, the guy re-grips 20, 25 times every time he's looking to hit a shot. I guess I can get over that. 7K, yes, I would like to have it in, in my lineup. Going down the list, even in the 6K range, this is where it gets a little bit sketchy. Um, a guy that's been playing really good is Doug Gim. He's been... A lot better than advertised as of late. Like his last three tournaments, a 12th and 19th and a 27th, didn't play in the U.S. Open. But yeah, sign me up for that. Doug Gim, 6.9K. I like him down in this range. He makes, he's been making a lot more birdies. His birdie rate has definitely increased. Kevin Streelman, he's like a horse for course phenom. If like there's one place that you would play him ever, it's this course. Like this is him now he is half the player he was even last year or the year before and i just don't think that he's in an elevated event with this field i just don't think it's going to be worth the 6.8k other guys in this mix taylor pendrith he's not accurate enough but he's a guy that makes a ton of birdies uh once again uh, if he can just find a fairway, he'll be okay. And then you have Ches Reavy, who I really like at 6.7K. He's a horse-for-course guy, plays well here, and he's finding his game a little bit as of late. He shot a 65 at the Canadian Open on Sunday to finish in the top 30. Uh, Memorial, he made the cut, made the cut at Charles Schwab. PGA Championship, he made the cut, and he'd missed it at the Wells Fargo. So he's made four consecutive cuts. Didn't play, in, obviously, in the U.S. Open, but who really cares? I think he's starting to find his game, and 6.7K would be a good deal from him. And then you have your good old trusty uh, Dylan Wu. Why not? Just he's 6.6K, he's 6.6K every week if you need him. So that's pretty much it. 
Um, you start getting down here. Maybe, maybe Lipsky would be a guy that you could throw in. Uh, but I don't know. He had a couple good tournaments in a row and he sucked at the Canadian Open. But other than that, that's pretty much it. That's all I'm really going to go with this week. I will tell you who's in my lineup right now. Um, I'll go through that with you. This is just kind of a, not really quick. I did all my research and stuff, but explaining this, it's a little bit different. Um, one, I just don't have time to sit down and put hours into editing like I normally do every week. So I'm going over all my info, but just kind of quick. So bear with me here as I pull up my lineup for this week. What? Oh, by the way, I did cash last week in that U.S. Open, by the way. I cashed big. My Wyndham Clark was in there, and I had Shoff. So those two guys played well enough. I had everybody else make the cut except for Mito, uh, who th- you know missed his par putt on the 18th hole to miss the cut. Cost me big time in that in those regards. But, yeah, another cash, another cash. So here is my lineup. All right, Patrick Cantley, 10.2K, Eric Cole, 7.3K, Austin Eckrow, 7.3K, Matthew Fitzpatrick, 9K, Nick Hardy, 6.7K, and Colin Morikawa, 9.5K. Now, the guy I really think is going to win is Morikawa. Runner-up is going to be Patrick Cantley, and Fitzpatrick, you never know. Like this guy can take fortieth or he can take fourth. But I think he I think Fitzpatrick's floor, now that he's, you know, feeling better and his neck isn't so bad, his floor is a lot better than what it was in the past. Um he's playing a little bit above his baseline as of these last four or over his last thirty six rounds. So he's coming back to form and I like him at that nine K. I just absolutely do. So that's my lineup this week. Enter it. Follow me at RIGC underscore Pinseeker on Twitter and holler at me. Let me know how you guys do. Now, let me pull up the betting board. There's some good there's some good bets this week. There's some very good ones actually. Let's see here. Let me get them up. Yeah, I'm going to strike Colin Morikawa right now at 22 to 1. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love Colin Morikawa at 22 to 1. That is, those are great odds for a guy that can go out there and win this thing. You're looking at Matthew Fitzpatrick at 40 to 1, another guy that I absolutely like. Deki Matsuyama at 40 to 1 as well. Um, yeah, give me those two as well. So I have Morikawa. At twenty-two to one, I have Fitzpatrick at forty-one, Hideki at forty to one. Going down the list a little bit further, Max Holm is forty-five to one, and I don't know. He's just not playing well enough to even do that, and that's tempting. That's tempting. I like Sahith. We'll go seventy to one odds on Sahith. Keep going down the list. We'll probably find something down here. Austin Eckro, it's at a hundred to one right now. Is he going to win? Probably not. So I'm going to avoid that. A guy down at the bottom here that can just win, right? That can pull it together and win. Eric Cole, he can do that. 150 to 1 for Eric Cole. 
And that's pretty much where I'm going to stop. Ches Revy at 250 to 1. If you want a Poke and Hope guy or Brandon Todd, 250 to 1. Those are guys that, you know, I could be up there. Horse for course guys, good short, you know, approach players. Put EW8s on both of them. Brandon Todd, Adam, and uh, Ches Revy, EW8s on them. 14 to 1 for their top 10, so a little bit more than that on the EW8. So, yeah, those are my bets. Those are my bets. Hammer those. Follow along. Win this. Uh, win some money with me. Right now, we've lost quite a bit since that sixty to one, you know, win that we had. Uh, we are down to plus twenty three units as a daily dog here. Uh, yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. It just happens. So it is what it is. On the other side of things, well. Got new irons myself. I got a new driver. Very pleased with them so far. Uh, my game was going in the wrong direction, and I had to do something to get me back mentally. So I went and splurged on some new clubs, the P770s. Like them. Like them. Extra stiff shafts, two degrees flat, hitting the ball decent. Now, the yardage with the irons seemed to have lost about 10 yards in there with my new irons, but... I don't have the hooks. Everything is straight, and I can work with straight. I don't give a shit if I got to take an 8-iron from 155 rather than a 9-iron anymore. It doesn't bother me. So that is it. It's coming along. Short game's coming up. Better. Getting ready for the Drews here. Um, where uh, the last two years, I won and took a second. So, yeah. That's just that. That's my life in a nutshell. Other than working and chasing around three kids, you know, that's just how it is. So that's the update on me. All right. Well, I'm done for the night. So hopefully you guys, like I said, enter this, follow along, message me at RIGC underscore pin seeker. Let me know if you like this podcast at all. Just comment. I just want people, more people to listen, share it up. Really, share this to your friends, tell them to listen to it, and you guys have a good weekend. Good luck.